Welcome to the Book of Caleb, a space where you can say what you're really thinking. I'm your host, Lauren Caleb. Join me as I discuss how to manage and rationalize all of the things in a distracting world. From current happenings to wellness, beauty, diet, family, home, and more, laugh and learn something too. This is the Book of Caleb. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Book of Caleb. I hope that you're having a really good week as you got over what was considered hump day, Wednesday. There's a new president in office and it sounds like he got, you know, right to work. And Michael and I cover a couple of those things regarding that, as well as how you can get to work and stay motivated um, and not be burnt out because I feel like with all the things going on, it's hard not to get quote unquote burnt out a little bit from time to time. And it's just a good idea to reevaluate what needs to be a priority in your life. Enjoy. I feel like when we time it right, we get the background of the train coming through the station, Mike, and that's good luck. It's going to be a good podcast. I just feel the positive vibes, don't Th- you think? Thanks for having me back. Glad to be here. Oh, that's what you normally say, and I always say that token line. Um, but anyways, hey, glad to be back. Thanks for having me. Episode 48. <laughs> okay, get back to work. It's January 20th. Uh, we have a new president who was inaugurated this early afternoon. Lady Gaga, I believe, serenaded him in. But then that's all I really saw. I saw her national anthem. Then I heard J-Lo was going to perform later, as well as Justin Timberlake. Wait, what? This is what was going on at the inauguration today. I did see J-Lo and A-Rod a picture or something. I didn't know Justin Timberlake was also there. Or are we spreading that rumor? I have no idea about the Justin Timberlake. You're the first. I heard that he was going to do something. I don't know what. So is this like a Dirty pop? Mm. Yeah, that is interesting to bring on. This star-studded event that was, you know, low attendance, really, f- compared to other inaugurations. I'm sure it needed to be, because everyone was worried about people attacking. That was never going to take place. I don't think there was any uprising of any sort that took place today. So it all went smooth. Trump did not make an appearance, whatever, um, which that is abnormal, but he's an abnormal kind of guy. Um, Why? The Obamas were there. Good to see them. See, the Obamas... I like them. They're actually a family. Trump Trump is not a family. He has like three separate things. He's impregnated three different women and has children by all of them. I, for me personally, I don't consider that a family. He's not a family man. I like a Brock and Michelle. That's a family. That's what I like to see. But that's just my kind of sidebar. Trump's an asshole. Thanks, Michael. Mm-hmm. Do you think he'll get his Twitter back, though? Um, who else is in attendance? I saw pictures of... Former presidents George W. Bush. Oh, good. See, Laura. See, they're nice. That's a nice family. Yeah. Um, uh, the Clintons. Great, another good family. <laughs> they just have the one child, right? Yes. What was her name? Um, Chelsea. Chelsea's only, only child, huh? Their careers got in the way. Couldn't give her a sibling. I've always had enough about only children. Well, Michael, you practically are. Well, I have a sister, so. I do. Go ahead. She's her. She's my sister, and Full. she lives in yeah. Los Angeles. Exactly. All right. <laughs> so, Mike, uh, burnout, and it's only Wednesday. Why? Why do they call it Hump Day? 
we all know that. Because you're supposed to hump like wild animals? No. It's the hump. If you get past Wednesday, then you can see the weekend. Four days down. Because the week starts on Sunday. Sunday's a day of rest. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. If you're just looking at the work week, most people do. It's a five-day work week. So you get past Wednesday, you have two more left. Three are down, two to go. You're over the hump. You're over 50%. A lot of people, Thursday hits, you're good to go. Like in college, Thursday you started binge drinking. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Um, that's <laughs> yeah. kind of, a lot of people probably still do that. It hits Thursday, they're going to get drunk, then they get hungover on Friday. It's not very good productivity levels. That might be something to look up. I'm not sure Friday productivity levels are lower than yes. the days of the week. After noon on Friday, the productivity uh-huh. level from like noon to five is like horrible. Yep. They've researched this and it's, you just, people don't do anything from noon to five on Friday, which why, you know, no, of course you're going to like be checked out because that really is the end in sight. It's like the end of your marathon. If you're doing like this full work week. Sure. And the weekend means something to you as in a break. But, like, see, I don't know if I have those anymore. Weekends are more difficult. Weekends are more difficult. There's no child care. We are the child care. They're actually much more physically exhausting. <laughs> um, so, yeah, weekends are not a break when you have young children. Um, it's actually okay. It's actually a little bit easier during the week, like physically exhausting. You maybe use a little more brain power, you know, getting your work, whatever work that is, done during the week. Comes weekends, you got two young kids, like say a one and a half year old and five and a half year old, you're putting in that work. Hopefully you've got outlets for that. It's tough right now in this COVID pandemic world. Um, in our bubble, we'd like luckily we have both of our grandparents that have been around, so they can maybe have help out a half a day here and overnight there. Um, this weekend is looking like it's gonna be full parenting for all forty eight hours. <laughs> you, me, Cortland and Drake. So we're going to do it. We're going to power through it. We got a little bit of football to watch on Saturday. Not on Saturday, on Sunday, actually. Sunday is the title games. Do you know who's playing? Do you know the AFC title game? Do you know the NFC title game? Um, AFC versus, you know, I don't know, but I know who's playing. I don't know who's in the AFC and the NFC. But like, I bet you do if you thought about it, but okay. If I thought about it, okay, I still don't know. What, um, what hold com- on, let me think. What conference are the Vikings in, AFC or NFC? I honestly you don't know? have no well, idea. That <laughs> exactly. Because then I thought you could have thought that one of the teams is in the Vikings. Yeah, division, so the Chiefs. So. <laughs> oh wait, no Packers. The sure. Packers versus the Bills. <laughs> no, wait. Uh, okay. No. Wrong. Wait, the Packers are playing the Chiefs. Wrong again. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, wait. Have I been talking about Rodgers versus Brady? <laughs> For like the last week and a half, yes. I guess. Yeah, so I would have put it together, Michael. <laughs> What's eventually. the last option? <laughs> right, and then by the process of elimination, I'm right. So who's playing who? Tom Brady is playing the Packers. Okay, he's gonna get crushed. One on eleven, and it's the Buccaneers versus the Packers. It's just Brady lining up against the Packers. <laughs> that It'll be a bloodbath. <laughs> Okay, I know, but sometimes it's easier to remember teams by who the quarterback is, especially when they are the most winningest Super Bowl um, quarterback in the world, and he also is attractive. He's gotten more attractive. You should have seen when he first came in the league. He was Everyone... a, he's a gangly, bangly guy. Okay. And he made his money. I think he got touched up. But yeah, he looks great for 43, sure. And he's made it back to the title game. I'm impressed. I think it's be great. Okay, it's Chiefs-Bills. And Packers, then, Bucks. Yeah. Okay. Which is what I said. There's four quarterbacks: Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, 
Aaron Rodgers. You know the, who those three are? Yes. Yeah. Well, what do they have in common? They've all won a Super Bowl. They're all going to be first ballot Hall of Famers. They're all money quarterbacks. And then there's a guy named Josh Allen. Have you heard of him? You know what? We had just said his name less than 10 minutes ago, and I had already forgotten it. That's true. I was trying to prime you for... Okay. Well, so he's the one that's not like the others. This is his first big stage. Um, Third-year quarterback out of Wyoming. Wyoming? Do I think he's going to stroll into Arrowhead Field and knock off Patrick Mahomes, who may or may not have been concussed? I actually think he got like choked out for a couple of seconds. I don't think it was a concussion, personally. I do think he has some sort of a foot injury that's hampering hampering him. No up, no crazy upset. Chiefs are beating the Bills. It's, as much as I hate to say it, the Packers, Aaron Rodgers is on a mission. Packers are going to beat Tom Brady the Bucks. Do I give the Bucks a chance? Yes. I don't give the Bills much of a chance at all. Chiefs, Packers, that's your all-Midwest, all-Midwest Super Bowl. Go Chiefs. Okay, and so the Vikings are in the NFC Correct. Okay. And so then so are... To answer my original question. The Packers. And let's take a step back, Mike. You had mentioned Patrick Mahomes has a foot injury. He did. So if you notice, prior to him getting choked out, is what I've been calling it, in the third quarter of the divisional round game against the Browns, he was kind of hobbling around, not able to put a lot of pressure on his, I believe it was his right foot, um, not able to scramble much as he's normally used to. Didn't really affect him. He was still slinging the ball around. He was money. The Chiefs were moving up and down the field. Then he got out of the game with what looked like a concussion, but I think he somehow got choked out, and that's why he like lost his balance getting up. But then he had to go in a concussion protocol, and he couldn't come back in the game. So the Browns had a chance after that because the Chiefs obviously could not move the ball. But to give Chad any credit, he made just enough plays to win the game. And, uh, you know, something should be said for that. So Chad Henney... Good job. Chiefs fans do not want to see Chad Henney on the field anymore this year. I'll tell you that much. Did Andy Reid, the coach of the Chiefs. Nice job. Yes. I had to think about that as well. But did he have the press conference today about the status of Patrick? All I've seen bottom line is um, they keep saying it. he's looking good. He's moving along the concussion protocol, as they call it. Whatever that entails. They are daily tests, I guess. Um, three plus eight equals 15, stuff like that. Exactly. Um, so, no, they're saying all the right things. Mahomes is playing. Mahomes is going out there, and again, I don't even think he had a concussion. So, I'm looking forward to that. That'll be Sunday. Why wouldn't they just say that, then? Because you want to keep that little bit of doubt in the back of the Bills' mind. Is Mahomes playing? He's not. Can that somehow give you an advantage? These teams are playing mind games. If the other team, if you don't have to say, no, Mahomes is playing, then you don't say it. They have to prepare for Chad Henney? Nah, I don't think you would have to prepare for Chad Henney. He's just a journeyman veteran quarterback. Uh, I don't, Mahomes you have to prepare for. So. And why? Patrick Mahomes? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I feel like, yeah, you would need to prepare. Yeah, probably. So anyways, that'll be fun on Sunday. So yeah, I'll be wiped out by then. So, um, hmm. Wiped out, you know, and it's it's only hump day, Michael, so prepare yourself. <laughs> I, I will. Now, why is it easier during the weekday? I feel it because you have more of this, like, schedule routine oh, yeah. of, like, priority of, like, obligations that mm-hmm. you have to meet and commit to for the most part. Yes. And so that helps 
kind of like move the day especially in the morning like the morning and the weekends just drag on and on but yeah because you get up you feed you get ready you go to school you get him to school and then and it's, it's its own level of stress sure but it's just like it's a go you know like there's no time to be like i'm tired no there's an end in sight the end <laughs> is i getting them dropped off at school on the weekends you're like oh my god We've been up for three and a half hours. It's only 945. <laughs> yeah, <my laughs> you're God. looking around. The house is a complete mess, you know. And it makes you nuts. anxious. And you're like, yeah. laundry. And like, oh, oh my, my gosh, God. I just cleaned the house. Uh-huh. And like, we just cleaned the kitchen. And now it's time for lunch. And then it's like, when's the nap? And I want a nap. And that's I haven't even showered. That's Everyone's in their PJs still. Yeah, I know. That's that's the weekend for you. So maybe we just need to schedule something Saturday morning. I don't know. But it was a zoo. That's not, they can't go to the zoo. What am I talking about? Well, I don't know. What we can do. I don't know either, and it's cold out, which is frustrating. But then we need to we need to schedule something. That's our to do list, Michael. Schedule it. Schedule your. Let's just drive. I think we just drive. I think everyone likes to drive. Yeah. We'll just drive somewhere. We should. We'll go sightseeing. Okay. We'll go look at the farm field. Farm fields. Okay. Snow. <laughs> and what if it's oh. snowing Saturday as well? It's crazy. Okay, so I get back to work, right? It's only hump day. Mm-hmm. Biden's first day in office. Mike. Good luck. Yeah, he was doing, he's writing stuff up. He's um, signing yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. He's going wild. First mm-hmm. day of work, he signed over 15 executive orders. Oh, you looked this up? Oh, okay, nice. Yeah, which is, Michael, of course, there's a statistic for everything. This is more than any other president on his first day in terms of number of executive orders signed. Wow, he must be the best ever. <laughs> right? And But, you know, presidents sign executive orders throughout the week of their first I remember first when Trump week. was doing that nonstop when he took over because he had the horrible signature. It just looked like a polygraph thing. He was just scribbling. And really? then he would hold it up for the camera like a book and he'd... Wave it back and forth. Well, that's Look what me. I need to call out to. Is yeah. okay. So you're doing this as like damned if you do, damned if you don't. Because I'll I'll point out a couple that I read that he signed or like what these executive orders were. Um, a federal mask mandate. Do you know what that means? If you're in a federal building, uh, you have to wear a mask. I don't know. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Federal building or federal property. Okay. Also on airplanes. Okay, every place I walk into says mask required for entry. Yeah. So, whatever. So, I just, I've, I'm like, yeah, again, it's like you're doing these things out of like, some of them are like, I read like, well, that's just like this formality because if he didn't do it, then he'd also be criticized for not doing it. And like, what if he, what if he waited for like day three to do the mask mandate, then he'd be criticized for that as well. There'd be blood on his hand. (laughs) So I'm just like, it's all kind of like a facade for me, but you know, it's something that they campaigned for. So it's like, okay, look, we said we were going to do this and we're doing it. And like you, there's the pictures from like Getty images of him signing these, you know, in the Oval Office wearing a mask signing these executive orders i'm like okay this is just a freaking photo op they should wear he should wear you know for a moment of levity he should be wearing one of those rubber like richard nixon masks or the you know when people go and rob banks sometimes they Uh wear these presidential masks so he should have on like or he should wear a trump mask a rubber mask so it would be a mask put on his head and then have that be a photo op of him i think that just would be funny that's just something i thought of well, you know, that would have been creative. I don't know why anyone didn't approach him with that idea. Oh, man. Um, but yeah, I just, you know, because I just think like this is like a, a facade, a mask. Okay, so uh, what else did he do? He halted the U.S. departure from the World Health Organization. 
So we, I guess, have not officially departed from the World Health Organization, but we were like on our way out per Trump. And now Biden has stopped that. Like we will still be part of the World Health Organization. Good. And we're getting back into the Paris thing. Yeah. With climate. Thing. Climate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a Paris climate thing. I love this, too, because it's like for the average American like myself, you know, you read these things. I'm like, oh, yeah, there is that. Hmm. But like we haven't talked about it in a while because it's like it's always about like pandemic or sure. the riot or <laughs> another movement. And, you know, it's just like we've forgotten about some of these things. He also, OK, reversed Trump's administrative restrictions on U.S. entry for passport holders from seven. Okay, so I, I did like not remember this. Like it was happened in 2018, this like travel ban. And it's, um, you know, criticized as it's called like, you know, the Muslim travel ban. Like the reason why tr- the Trump administration like made this ban against a lot of different countries, but a lot of them have majority are like Muslim. Sure. Some of them. Pakistan. Are, yeah. Well, yeah, Pakistan was not included in that travel ban. I'm Pakistan. But the you know list of countries include and now these aren't all necessarily Muslim uh, majority, but like Iran, Libya, Somalia, Syria, Venezuela, North Korea. Um. So, he reversed that like the first day, and so you know the other side to. The purpose of that is saying, oh, no, it's not intended to be, you know, discriminatory based on religion. It's intended, you know, because these like countries don't qualify to be like considered um, safe, safe for people to be like coming from these countries to ours without like being uh, vetted a lot more seriously. Okay, And so like I can, you know, um, I know not everyone from Somalia is a, a terrorist. Correct. Or looking to kill Americans, but maybe two or three of them are. <laughs> yes, so. right. And so, like, th- those are kind of, like, both sides of the pers- the perspective on it. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the other, like, the reason to, like, reverse is, like, oh, you're, like, tearing apart these, like, families. Like, there's unintended consequences that happen from this, which can be, like, awful, too, and no sad. Yeah. But what, like, whatever... I feel like for that portion of like, oh, let's just completely like reverse it or whatever, you know, like put an executive order to like stop this. If like the intent was had some like merit to like trying to like keep us secure, yeah, you know, because there's like real concern that we're just not um, monitoring traffic in and out of these countries to our country and back and forth in a way that like will keep us safe. Safe as possible. yeah. Yeah. You don't just come in day one and be like, oh, well, let's not look into this a little bit more before I just make a decision on, like, how mm-hmm. it should be moving forward. Interesting, yeah. Hopefully I, there's still some. I don't know. I mean, you just can't. Hopefully no can, one can just go be moving willy-nilly if they've got some sort of sketchy, I don't know, red flags on them. Yeah. And, you know, it's still not, like, an easy, quote-unquote, easy process to get into the United States and, like, no. get a visa to get into the United States. You still, like, go through, like, this very, like, bureaucratic, like, yeah. process and stuff. Yeah, but for sure. this would, in theory, make it a little bit easier. And there's more visas available depending on the country that you're, like, coming from and blah, okay. blah, blah. I just thought that that was, like, mm, like, don't we want to, like... And the thing is, is though. 
it's not like this policy isn't available for the Biden administration to review prior to taking office. Like they know yeah, what yeah. it is and stuff. So at the same time, you're like issuing these executive orders because you already looked into it. Yep. So I can like talk myself through this of the logic, but I don't know. I just like um, it gets lost in translation of what's like being communicated to do for the intent of why it existed or possibly part of it existed. I'm not throwing out that it's not it's not also influenced by like being just Trump administration being discriminatory based on religion. Well, with him, yeah. I yeah. Mean, that's some motive there. For sure. There's definitely. And so like or, you know, I couldn't prove that, but come on. Mm. Um any like logical person would be like, yeah, okay, dude, you you have a track record of maybe mm-hmm. not what being... country is M- M- Melania from? She's not Somalian. You know, I don't know. I want to say that she. What is she? Is she from Russia? The Russia. Uh, that would like. No, would... she's not. I know. It's one of the Serbia or something. <laughs> That's my guess. I can type it in here. There you go. Um... Well, but whatever. Um, another thing he uh, issued an executive order on would be essentially ending building of the wall along the southern border of the United States, or at least paused it for further review and whether or not it's even legal to fund something like the that. The wall that is still taking place. <laughs> like the so wall. stupid. So not stupid. The, not the wall. Um, the wall should be, I don't know if it should be physical or what, but again, it needs to exist in the sense that you can't just come here undocumented like you should be able to get here undoc or documented pass through some sort of you know port of entry yes sure yeah and not want to like come over here and like sneak in here well there's there's all there's the human trafficking element um obviously the drug element but um yeah i i don't know but there doesn't need to be doesn't need to be this wall that's just a waste of funds money and i don't think it does anything there's just no way to wall that either it's just not feasible i have no idea um you know certainly wouldn't put a full stop on illegal coming into the country but you know i just would love for the system to exist to where you can because like you're a refugee like if you just come on, yeah, I wish you could just come on in and then they let you in, they get your information so they can track you and then whatever, somehow see that you're trying to get a job or whatever and don't commit any crimes and you're fine. Yes. Yeah. The, that theory sounds great. Mm-hmm. Way more complicated than that. Sure. Not realistic, but it's just like, can't we figure out something? Uh, apparently not. No, can't. <laughs> no, no, right. It's right. That's, that's the ideal picket fence. It's like, no, you're like a refugee and like you could come here and like there would be some sort of like system to help you uh, survive. I wouldn't say that it would guarantee that you would thrive, but it obviously like it'd be leaps and bounds from like where you're coming from. Yeah. I mean, they're, yeah. They're not coming here just for fun. Oh, America, as we know, they're like fleeing for their lives, pretty much. Yeah, violence and and that's extreme you, poverty. And yeah, yeah, like there's no like. Oh, this is what I like do now. I need to like cross here, or else I will die. Yeah, like yeah. It's, so I just can't. You know, 
like you need to like gate bring it back to like that's what's really like happening and so ethically like what can you do to like help yeah no i would need to help you so michael biden you know came in and just got to work is what i was saying good job yeah Getting through hump day. Yeah. Getting through hump day. And he's he got two more full days before the weekend, okay? <laughs> uh, so, who's performing halftime show of the Super Bowl? Bruno Mars. No, the weekend. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Bruno was a different one, Yeah, he right? put on a good show. I mean, I can't say I'm a huge Bruno Mars fan. I find him maybe a little bit creepy, I don't know, because of the short stature or something. Michael, but um that's rude. Well, I just, you know, I don't know what it, well, what it is. Uh, but he puts on a good show, I guess. His songs get nauseating after a couple of listens to me. I They're overplayed. Yeah, talented, but never been into him personally. Mm. Like I just the weekend's the, now overplayed too, but not to the extent Bruno Mars. I like the weekend songs for the most part. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I guess I've never recall ever seeing him perform in any way. I'm not really imagining. What, you know what? Here's the thing. Now, this sounds terrible, but it's not. It's like, okay. I'm sorry, but the Lady Gaga's, the J-Lo's, Shakira. Um, who else has performed at the Prince. Super Bowl? I know you're fam- naming all females. All there. females. Beyonce. Beyonce. Yes. Okay, exactly. And Prince. He was very feminine. Until... Did Britney Spears get a spot as well? She couldn't handle that. and I'm sure she made an appearance at some point. But... Did she do a Super Bowl appearance? She's loco, man. Oh, but it's so good. It is so good and i don't know if she's crazy i think she's maybe she's either crazy or she's smarter than all of you she's crazy she's crazy okay she was just randomly picked out of a hat pretty much to oh we're gonna promote this girl she's got some decent looks turn her into a superstar could she sing not to my knowledge like christina aguilera could sing yeah there's no denying that um i don't know how talented britney spears was she could from, as a vocalist it's just as a performer in general i mean i think she put in some work and like choreographed dancing and stuff did taylor swift also do a super bowl maybe she's she's talented that's something to google mike these talented people who are actually talented seem a little more stable i think justin timberlake was talented um yeah yeah he's an actor too yeah he's a pretty good actor sometimes depends on the role social network was a good role for him <laughs> <laughs> As the man from Napster. Yeah, Napster. Sean Mendes. Mendes, exactly. exactly. Which I know he is. He's some sort of pop guy, too. Gosh. I But, you know, remember when they had, like, Maroon 5? That's that, disappointing. Exactly. And so I'm sorry, but, like, The weekend, I like his music more, but, like, as a performance for a 20-minute spot? Well, that's not how it works. That's not how... The only person who, like, did that... And there, every, there's, there'll be 15, 20 different sideshows. It's... It's very sporadic. So everyone has ADD. It's not just the weekend performing. There'll be this person. Oh, there's that person and that and this. There's usually like six or seven people that end up showing up. Uh, no. Beyonce was Beyonce, and she was so there Beyonce was no that she else. brought Destiny's Child. Exactly. Her someone own... brings. Uh, someone always brings someone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's like that was it. That's... JT performed halftime. That one in the one in Minnesota that the Vikings almost got to. Um, Justin Timberlake performed yeah. the Super Bowl and then he, twice. Remember he brought NSYNC on for a little bit? Yeah. Yeah. See, that was cool. But not that cool because well, it's like, again, you're like, what? It's like, it's Justin. It's, I don't. None of it's that cool. The Super Bowl tries to, they're just trying to relate to as many, the masses. The masses are asses. So they're trying to just get the most relatable 
to get the most views. And so whatever. who was the best Super Bowl performance that you can recall? I, I'm telling you. Prince. Beyonce. Prince. No. Prince. Prince? Yeah. R.I.P. <laughs> and yes, he's a Minnesota native and he was a Vikings fan. Um, and that doesn't influence your decision at all. I don't know. But for me, it's Prince. Okay. Yeah, Beyonce was great. And then who's number two? <laughs> number two, you say? Yeah. Um, if Prince is number one, then who's number two? Because that really is number one. So go ahead and say Beyonce. I'm going through them all in my head. Um, I remember MJ did one in the early 90s. Michael Jackson. Are you kidding me? The king of pop. Yeah, also I know. Also a child molester, and he was, so don't even tell me he wasn't. Okay. I'm not. Okay. So he's number two for you, Prince and Michael Jackson. Rest in peace. Yeah, yes. Exactly. As well, like, yes. come on. Are you positive that Michael Jackson did a Super Bowl performance? Yes, I am positive. Yeah, I think it was maybe Cowboys, Bills, maybe. These are things that you need to Google, and we will link in the show <laughs> notes. Super Bowl performers for the past 20 years. Sure, okay. Oh, yeah, because that will They don't be get fun. paid. Yeah, but come on. Look, what does that mean? That they have to put up all the production fees as well? Production and traveling fees, yeah, that's all on them. Um. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, like, they don't get paid uh, concert ticket sales, but I don't know what that... They don't get paid like a fee, a performance fee. No, they it's because they get exposure, and then you know normally be their back in the day their CD sales would skyrocket, but now it's the iTunes downloads or what have you. Yeah, and I don't remember Michael Jackson performing at the Super Bowl, and I want to know if Britney Spears has, because no. that's just interesting to me that she couldn't handle that. She's mentally fragile. Michael, I want her to perform next year. Because Spears, no, you please wouldn't, no. Wouldn't please no. Tell me that you wouldn't watch every second of that. Nope, I would not. I would. Okay, great. And I'd record it and I'd watch it again because we all recall. Remember the Oh, TV? that's why you said Justin Timberlake because yeah, the, Jan the Jackson. nipple slip. Yeah. Now that's something Wardrobe I remember. Wardrobe malfunction. That was a good one. And, <laughs> <laughs> and that was two thousand three or two thousand four. Yeah, two thousand four. Yeah. yeah, that was a See? good one. It's. A, I remember the year. I remember where I was, mm. and everyone's like, "What?" You know, like that was just such a moment. Yeah, that was. Because like, did that? Wait, can you? Oh, are I you? Know. Like that's her breast. Yeah. <laughs> Very nice performance. Very nice. Yeah. Okay. So that's number three for you or? Yeah. Jackson was 1993. You remember that? Uh, maybe. Okay. Oh, you don't. Let's watch that. Oh, Madonna. Okay. She was oh, see, that was another good one. Um, okay. So Britney made an appearance with Aerosmith, Britney Spears, NSYNC, Nelly, and Mary J. Blige in 2001. Yeah, and see, that was, like, when they were really trying to, like, have it be a cluster. You, so on this little Rolling Stone countdown, so Prince is number two, my, what I'm saying is number one. You, two, in 2002 is what they have as number one. Really? Yeah, then they have Prince as two, and they have yours, Beyonce, number three. So Beyonce Beyonce, for me, is number two. Prince is number one. You know, I've always wanted to see a U2 concert. What? Hello, hello? It's you, a beautiful day. The South Park, uh, whatever, one with U2, and the U2 is just a giant 
turd the whole time. The little singer Bono is uh-huh. the giant turd. And hello, hello. That's a good one. Um, but this Bono, is a South Park episode. Yeah, you know, with Bono, he's the, he's actually a giant turd. South Park. We'll link it in the oh. show notes. Bono episode as a turd. Very good. So yeah. Anyways, the weekend is performing, and I'll watch. I will watch. Yeah, and I'm telling you, like again, <laughs> you it should me? be female performers only. There will be female performers that show up, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, thank God, and I, hopefully it's Beyonce. So I there's don't. that. Okay, very good. So speaking of being burnout. Sure. <laughs> Michael, mm-hmm. what does burnout mean? It means no motivation. You're mentally exhausted. You don't care anymore. Oh, wow. Just Excess- given up. You've yeah. given up. Excessive stress um, from responsibilities. So, you know, when you Google this, by the way, there are a ton of healthcare professionals that are would consider themselves burnt out when they're surveyed. Like, you know, but they would all the people in the health, ICUs right now. Well, all the people in like the healthcare industry or like, yeah, servicing that arena, hospitals, um, 24 hour clinics, clinics too, you know, those What's interesting about that is they are called healthcare professionals, but I feel like it's just another part of the service industry disguised in a different way. Like not disguised, but just interpreted differently. Like you'd need more probably intelligence and certainly education to be in the healthcare arena. But at the same time, you're basically a server at a restaurant because you're just like serving people and those people are give, serving you their problems and but they're the ones who are paying you at the end of the day. There's some similarities and obviously some differences, yes. Yes, but, like, you're still, you're just, like, so you could get, like, burnt out because, like, all you're doing is just, like, serving other people. Yeah, absolutely. hmm <laughs> Well, and... They get compensated for this serving, don't they? Fairly, or I don't know. Yeah, if they, if they bill your insurance correctly. Mm, yeah, healthcare in this country. Yeah, what if you started paying for healthcare like at your visit? And then you had to go file with your insurance company to get reimbursed. How would that work? Well, that that wouldn't work for a lot of people. I don't oh, think. <laughs> yeah. But you know, would they like be frequenting the doctor as much or Probably would they prioritize not. their health more so mm-hmm. that you wouldn't have to go to a provider because for your illness or ailment or exactly hmm, probably well something to think about it is something to think about like unless it's you know like an emergency yes so yeah i went to the dentist today and i like like oh we'll bill you later call you later if there's a problem you know sure there's there's no payment there's no transaction that takes place that day no you don't you don't know what it's going to be you don't know how much insurance is going to cover what you're going to be stuck with yeah yeah it's crazy i've even if it's just like a routine cleaning you have no idea like well, what if it changed like i have no idea it's no idea. a new year bizarre yeah my coverage could change or your fee could change no one tells me this and i i don't ask because it's like not a thing to do like well how much does it cost for a cleaning now these days so yeah, you upped your prices in 2021 exactly. like that's not a conversation that you have no and uh. Burn be two thousand dollar bill we get. Oh, probably, you know, because I also I ordered braces. Oh no. Well, Michael, what can you do? The funny thing is about uh, avoiding being burnt out, which I feel like everyone is with. I'm being burnt out with like this whole 
the election year and oh, yeah. COVID yeah. and school is still this and the vaccines aren't being administered and sure. there's a riot and like you're a hypocrite and please unify yeah. the country and no we're not going to do that like it's just yep. like yep. I'm like back to work back to work prioritize your health I would hope so I've always done that even before that but yeah you need to people if you haven't yet, start doing it. Yeah, well, no, it, it's something that uh, is getting more attention now. I feel like people are starting to maybe realize self-care, self-health um, is as important as anything, if not the most important thing. It, I like more and more. It really like is like your if your you know, wellness and health isn't good, then it's going to affect everything else. Like if you say your family matters and your job matters and your friends matter and all this stuff. Well, if you aren't like healthy, then like those relationships and things aren't going to be as healthy as they can either. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It and affects everything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so like that really the like message is clear, right? If you want to avoid any of this stuff, then, like you have to prioritize your health. So that means like uh, your health is what is your health, Mike? Physical health, um, just your body, your muscles, your heart, you know, that's your physical health. But then the mental health is just as important, if not more important. Um, obviously, stress, anxiety, just brain functioning. But, you know, I mean, there's so many different facets to your health. And there's so many different ways to do it, but we all know regular exercise of some sort, a healthy diet, which then interesting because each part of these areas there's different forms of exercises different ways to exercise different frequencies of exercising same thing with diet what's the best optimal diet there's this diet there's that diet should you be dieting um but i think there's overall things so cardio some sort of cardiovascular movement some sort of strength training when it comes to diet cutting back on alcohol as much as you can cutting back on processed foods sweet sugars processed carbs we all know the kind of the basics things that we should try whole to do. foods yeah whole foods so right. if you do that those things lead to obviously physical health which go right into mental health their mental and physical health are very key exercise and a good solid clean diet helps helps the brain helps the mental physical um which i don't know that a lot of people realize that but people who do exercise they know they feel better mentally um the brain is getting oxygen and definitely feeling better um, when you exercise, get some cardiovascular movement. When you eat good, you eat right, you eat healthy. I think people know, hey, if you get you know drunk one night, you're not going to feel good the next day. It's called a hangover. Your body's all worn down. But if hey, lay off the alcohol for a while, yeah, you're more refreshed. Your body's working, operating how it's supposed to be. You're hydrated. You're healthy physically and mentally. So that's that. I love it, Michael. Like, mm. you seriously, like, nailed it because it just, I, and I, like, when you're, I'm feeling, like, burnt out, I need to, like, re-address those things. Like, I need to, like, be scheduling or doing the, the movement and the exercise and stuff first during the day. Like, that needs to be the priority. Yeah. And then I'll take my kids to school. But a lot of times people <laughs> are at the end of the day or at the end of the work week finally get the kids to bed. They're so burnt out that then they exasperate things by uh okay i don't have a drink now or 
I'm going to hit the sweets now. I'm going to have a dessert. Some sort of, sounds like a coping thing. You need to try it in everything in moderation, but you shouldn't, that shouldn't become a habit, you know. Um, otherwise, you're not doing yourself any favor. That's all I know. Yep. So, yeah. I love it, Michael. Well, that's easier said than done. Easier said than done, but it's like prioritizing all things, which would be like some sort of movement, trying to like for- focus more on like whole foods. You know, without yeah. like over like obsessing about it at the same time. Like, yeah, it's still okay. You can have a cookie. Like, it's fine. Like, that's you can have a cookie, sure. But like that shouldn't. I save my cookies for Saturday. Saturday's where I have my treats. Cookie Saturday, yeah. and then sleep. Go to bed. You have to freaking sleep. Well, sleep's key, sure. Yeah, I think it's hard to sleep sometimes. You know, when you are mentally fatigued and worn out, and you just can't shut your brain off sometimes. What's good for that? What's good for all this stuff? Infrared sauna. Um, once, two, three times a week. But I got in a sauna today. I'm feeling good. I'm relaxed. My energy is solid. That's I'm interesting, Michael. Yeah. Infrared sauna. Infrared saunas. Uh-huh. Hmm. We'll have to hit more on that. Oh, uh, We will. We definitely will. Well, uh, Michael, the conference title games, we did cover that, correct? Yeah, which is funny. So there, those are this weekend. Then there's a week in between the Super Bowl. Um so actually, my turn to host is gonna be episode fifty because I do it every five times. That will be the week of. That will be Super Bowl week. So it's actually gonna be a Super Bowl special. That'll be episode fifty. So not next week, the week after. This is episode forty-eight. My sports guy, forty-eight. Sometimes I do one now. Sometimes I don't. Most of the times I do. You know this guy. I'm sticking to the people I like. He's Tory Hunter. He's the Minnesota Twins, nine-time Gold Glover, five-time All Star. His number is retired as a Minnesota Twin. You actually remember Tory Hunter. We first started going steady. Tory Hunter was on the Twins, and you didn't you like Tory Hunter? I liked um, Justin Morneau. Justin Morneau, the guy who used to get concussions and hurt all the time. Um, I thought you enjoyed <laughs> Tory Hunter. He had a good physique and kind of a cute guy. He Sounds like you did. Maybe that was me. Very, person, very personal Definitely. guy. Team leader. The twins used to be horrible for a while. Then Tori Hunter tried to kind of turn the um, culture around. And uh, yeah, he was great. So Tori Hunter is number 48. Okay. Number none of your business. Well, if you will. All right. Well, with that, folks, we're going to end it. So stay safe. Stay healthy. And wash your hands. And wash your hands.